after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Total Divas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Total Divas After Show. You can look, but you can't touch. That's why I'm not a singer. Welcome, everybody, to AfterBuzz TV, the home of all your favorite after shows. I am Akawori Take, and across the way is Christian Rosenberg. Hello, my dear. How are you? I'm fantastic. And right next to him is Charlotte Broadbent. Hello, my love. Hello, hello. And as you can see or hear, today we are doing the after show for Total Diesel. D-Buzz. Total Diesel. Total Diesel. Season 1. Episode 10. ten. And the episode is called, I don't know, I forgot. Well, that's a weird name. Yeah, Nurse isn't that a Nikki. great name? Nurse Nikki. <laughs> Nurse Nikki, yeah, how practical, even though that was only a quick cameo of Nurse Nikki. I know, Nikki. I wanted more of that. I thought that scene needed a little more detail. I, I, I think so, too. I would agree, but at the same time, uh, she has a lot of explicitness going on with all her friends that she moves in with her <laughs> 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 to John Cena's place. <laughs> but why don't we just... Get into that right now, Lee. <laughs> um, okay, why not? Let's, why not? Let's let's talk about um, John Cena and Nikki are taking the next level in their relationship, and together, I mean, well, Nikki is moving into John Cena's place and places in mansion, castle, <laughs> castle, uh, country, island, whatever you want to call it. He he has his own district in Florida. And apparently, the whole time I'm thinking this woman. Is one of the luckiest women in the world. Right. She has this huge walk-in closet. Has shoes. Shoes. The shoes. <laughs> oh my goodness! And she moved in twenty-six boxes. Wow. I don't even think I have enough stuff to put twenty-six yeah. boxes in. All right. So they move in together, and uh, let's just jump right to the fact that he, at the end of the episode, wanted to uh, have her sign a cohabitation agreement after she moved in. After uh, they went through their surgery and her, uh, uh, what's it called, small role on psych together. And they're finally settled in. And he's like, by the way, can you sign this? Yeah, I think that's terrible timing. Isn't that something you should talk about before you move move in with somebody? The thing is, he, I mean, obviously it wasn't like this direct with it. But he kind of talked about it a little bit prior. When? When he was talking about with her how he's unsure about her moving in because he just got out of a marriage, the divorce was ugly, and he doesn't want to do it like anything 
over the top and serious. He's t- trying to take very small steps to protect himself. Mm-hmm. But in a way, I don't feel like she realized all of it. Now, obviously, the the cohabitant issue. He didn't want. He didn't want to say. He felt bad giving it to her and saying it. And obviously, she is offended by it, and, and rightfully so. But at the same time, it's it's essentially a prenuptial agreement when you're not married to someone. Right. And uh, to be fair, a lot of couples have issues with prenups anyway. And, and, and especially in a situation where you got someone as world-renowned and as wealthy as John Cena. And, uh, you know, and it's a fortunate circumstance, but it's a fact. Divas in the WWE do not last nearly as long as the main event superstars. Okay, that, that makes complete sense. However... The fact, like Charlotte said, the fact that he gave her these pages to sign after she moved in, I can understand how she felt it was out of left field. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I completely agree with that. No, it was definitely out of left field. But at the same time, like he said, if he gave them to her beforehand, she he was afraid it. that she would have mm-hmm. taken it the wrong way and not moved in. She would have maybe taken it the wrong way and still moved in. That's what I think Nikki yeah. would have done. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just something cohabitation letters. I feel like they're more designed... It's more like a prenumbed, and but they're not married. Mm-hmm. If they split up, if things go wrong, does she have any... What does he think? That she's going to go for half of his estate or whatever... He lives in. True. But are there any ways for you even to do that when you're not married? I don't get what the point of the letter is because she can't. Well, it's his. It's under his name. Everything's in his name. It makes her. It forces her to leave. Have forty hours to uh, vacate upon his request. That's what, that's what was in it. That, that one, that was a little odd. But <laughs> that's like, wow. So we've broken up. You're out. You have nowhere to live. Yeah, forty days. Get you out of here. More than a month. <laughs> forty hours, not forty days. Forty hours, even worse. Excuse right? me. It's yeah, like that's right? It's like forty hours. Not even two days to be out of there. But I think, I think in in this in this world <laughs> in this world full of full of TMZ and paparazzi and stuff like that, I just, I think if you're and and. Maybe over the top with it because the forty hours seems a little excessive. <laughs> but, but I think it's almost the type of thing where, say they get in a fight, they broke up, and Nick is like, "No, I'm not going anywhere." And John wants her to leave. And Nick is like, "I'm not going anywhere." Then you, then cops can get involved. Then it could be considered a domestic dispute, and TMZ do, does so it, has and all that, no and all that faith craziness. in that relationship. Why? That's kind of what yeah. I see. It like I, I kind of get the point. He's trying to protect himself. He's a huge star, but. You, does he not have faith? It's different mm-hmm, when you're getting mm-hmm. married. And when you get divorced, you have to split everything. And that's what a prenumped is to, for, to protect yourself. But does he have no faith in them just living together? He doesn't even want to get married. But he, 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 he lost so much in his original marriage that he didn't think would have anything wrong with. And now he's trying to oh, maybe overprotect himself. I'm playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> a little too much. I'm I playing devil's advocate. <laughs> No, that was I'm, a good point. I mean, I'm kind of con- I'm kind of torn because mm-hmm. I understand that a man of his wealth and status needs to really protect his assets. Mm-hmm. Right. But obviously, we understand that Nikki is fierce and rightfully so. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, considering she just settled Moved in, in, and then he was like, like, "Bam!" What's up? After she does her, you with her nurse Nikki thing, you know, she wanted does- to make him all better. And sat with through the surgery. She just sat there and watched and was yes. so. 
I'm wondering what happened. She was so sweet. And then it's like, wow. Let's talk about the surgery because I did not expect to see that uh, much of John Cena's elbow sack. Oh, really? Thing. No, I did not. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't surprise me where, like, obviously when they go to start to operate, and obviously the thing, because it's, I mean, for those of you that are listening, I'm holding up my hands pretty much like the size of bigger than like a baseball because that's pretty much what his elbow turned into. Mm-hmm. It was huge. It was huge. So was obviously huge. when they start to work on it, again, it's going to explode with pus oh. and blood because it's all right there. It's disgusting, but I'm sorry. I would expect I would expect it to be almost like a water show, like at the Bellagio with it shooting <laughs> everywhere. So nice comparison. It, yeah, John elbow to the Bellagio water show. They're they're very similar. And Go to Vegas to see John Cena's elbow gushing. <laughs> they do a show every half hour from like seven o'clock to midnight every night. And uh, <laughs> but I mean, you know, Nikki's like, oh my god, is something wrong? Because they're stopping. Yeah, because the surgeon got yeah. like it on his goggles, oh. and it's, which is obviously disgusting, but. I think they were expecting that. But I would have been freaked out if that was my boyfriend and blood and puss was like squirting everywhere. I'd have been like, ah, what happened? But it's normal. I mean, it's disgusting. In a a procedure like that, when your elbow is the size of a baseball, I guess guess it's going to be kind of normal. It it was kind of cool to see John Cena's slightly more vulnerable side mm-hmm. in the airplane in their private jet plane whatever <laughs> n- n- that was I mean, that was a truly that that uh, I think that's Vince McMahon's private jet that he lets John use all the time well, so I, I I if you let me use yours Vince I'd be happy to <laughs> cuz you guys have you you've done just as much for the WWE as John Cena has they just don't know it <laughs> but no I I love it cuz this was like a very real very emotional moment especially of John Cena that you never see on Monday Night Raw right. or anything like that because he's a mini. He's just like, I'm not getting any younger. I think John's like 36 now. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not getting any younger. This injury is supposed to put me out for four to six months. You know, he's starting to question himself, like, am I going to be able to come back to the caliber that I was at? Right. Because there's always a point in any athlete's career where they start asking themselves these questions, especially if they're going into, like, some type of yeah. um, injury that requires surgery. Yeah. Especially I'm- wrestling when you're doing it four nights a week 250 to 300 nights a year and they will they also um well the wwe also gave daniel bryan a lot more time and Mm -hmm. um kind of having him replace john cena for the moment and i'm sure that kind of worries john a little bit as much as he's happy for daniel bryan he's Mm -hmm. also concerned in his speech when he went into the ring and announced that he was having surgery that was so genuine Mm -hmm. i was like wow you're this was the one catchy thing, though, oh. that Total Divas edited. Oh. Um, Explain, no, Rosenberg. <laughs> well, no. It was very genuine. It was very heartfelt. He was very sad with that with that speech. However, what Total Divas did not show, for people who might not watch Monday Night Raw, is when he made that announcement, the crowd cheered. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. The crowd cheered that- for him leaving. Oh. There's this uh, love-hate relationship uh, with uh, John with, with Cena. With John Cena, as far as WWE fans, the the women and the children absolutely adore him. And, like, well, the women for obvious reasons. <laughs> and the children are like... You think he's juicy? I think he's cute. Okay. Just want to know. I do. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He's a good-looking guy. He I'm is. Whatever. He's a lot better looking than Brian. Mm. Mm. 
Um, I'm agreeing with this too. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to try to keep moving on here. Uh, but the thing is, Rose people, uh, is, is then the women and the kids absolutely love him. The kids want to aspire to be him. Guys, the main the main demographic for WWE is males between the age of 18 and 40. Those guys, for the most part, hate him because he's always like the goody good guy, mm-hmm. the super friendly guy who's he's always cute. in a main event, who always wins, who's a good looking guy. <laughs> and it, but but that's jealousy. That's nothing to do with. I, I agree with you. you know? I agree because he because he's always been a very good performer, right? And he's always improved. A lot of people say he mm-hmm. doesn't have very many wrestling moves, which might be the case. But he adapts to whatever opponent he has in the ring, and that is something that not a lot of people can do. But so, whenever he wrestles, half the crowd always cheers him, half of them boo him. And all of a sudden, he made that announcement, and it was in L.A., um, mm-hmm. or it was somewhere, because it, yeah, it was the it was night the after, night after SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah, so it was in at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and there are certain cities that there are more adults that go to the shows than kids, and Los Angeles is one of them. And the crowd went nuts in in like a cheering way when he announced he was leaving and told he was wanted to edit that out because they didn't want you know the non wrestling fan light. to yeah. put it in a bad like light like me yeah and i just kind of ruined it for charlotte how dare Sorry. you no i think <laughs> and that was probably when when he was in the plane he was probably like like wow people aren't my biggest fans anyway oh, I don't and think now he's concerned about that but, uh, <laughs> i mean but, I think no, but she she brings up a good point. I mean, I mean, obviously that's happened so many times. But maybe in this situation where he has to legitimately leave because of the injury, and he's worried himself about mm-hmm. his career future. Well, I mean, that might have that might have been one of those few times where the audience reaction did trigger well, a little bit. Who knows? Here's the thing about when it comes to John Cena, whether you like him or hate him or love him, adore him, whatever the case, he is very good at speaking and going on tour and representing the WWE. He's very, very good. No one can do that. He's almost pu- no one can do that And better. he's pushing almost 400 make-a-wishes. Yes. I which mean, is he's more done than, a lot for this company. more than twice of the next highest person. Uh-huh. So he, oh, wow. he's really here to stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even if he's not physically able to That's why they're the never going to turn him into a bad guy. They because he does too many Which we things. want so bad. We want John Cena to The adult fans, like I said, like, if they turn him bad guy, oh, yes. bad guy, they would like, thank you, God. Yes, really? thank yes. You. But because he does so much great charity work and things like that, they're never going to do that. He yeah. sells so much merchandise. He makes so much money for them and mm-hmm. gives them such great PR. That'll never happen. And which is funny because watching Total Divas, I actually started to like John Cena more because he's a little more of a jerk. On Total Divas than in the he's, ring. He's playing himself. Yeah, he's playing himself. <laughs> I like him. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I think I said this like when we were in the first half of the season. I'm like, yes. this is the type of guy that you just want to go to a bar and drink and hang out with. Yeah. Well, I feel like you can't be all nicey nice when you're a wrestler. Maybe that's really stereotyping. How dare wrestling you? No, wrestlers? <laughs> but you can't be or really no no. You know, you can't be like that when yeah. you're a wrestler going sure. in a ring and going crazy on somebody being so aggressive Mm -hmm. you can't be super soft and sensitive right am i wrong you Um, can't be sensitive sure i I mean there mm -hmm. there are some that i know that you you would think it's completely night and day all of a sudden they're they're the quietest shyest person in the back and all of a sudden when they go through the curtain they're a completely different person yeah there are some people that unfortunately almost feel like their wrestling character (laughs) is how they should be outside of it And those people you don't generally hang out with. (laughs) So what do you guys think of John and Nikki's relationship in general? Like, do you think that they're a cute couple or, like, 
do you think they're a healthy relationship? I know this is kind of a big question, but watching them in this episode, for me, I noticed actually how close they are, actually. This is the first time I really, really felt like there was some kind of um, love for each other and not just sexual tension, if that makes sense. You know, when he was scared, mm-hmm. and he was telling her how scared he was, or he picked her up from the airport, and they were just showing support. I thought it was a different side of this couple. Totally, and I feel like that hasn't been touched on much. Right, I agree. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. What did, what did you guys, did you guys get? I mean, no, I got I got that vibe, and I, th- I think they are really good together. Mm-hmm. Um, She's a little, sometimes, the scrotum uh, thing. A little, a little, a little not smart. <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, <laughs> she does that. <laughs> John smarterer than her. Well, the Roosevelt uh, thing. Smarter. Back a couple smarter. episodes ago. I'm the bestest of them all, guys. And <laughs> but but I think that kind of it kind of works together. And obviously she loves him. Mm-hmm. And he, mm-hmm. obviously he makes her laugh constantly, which mm-hmm. we know. And he kind of brings her down to earth. They they work well together. The key thing is she has to realize that he's not ready to get married. And yes. she is. Mm-hmm. Yes. But she's it, still not, I don't feel that she's still completely accepting I, that. I, I agree. And that makes that makes her look a little more um, clingy. Yeah, totally. In the relationship. Sure. Yeah. And uh, it looks, compared to her sister's relationship, and so let's that's, talk about that. That's what I was going to compare them to. I think yeah. previously I'd always thought that Bree's relationship was so much more genuine. They were... They actually feel look like they're the hippie they couple. completely mm-hmm. uh, in love. Yeah, that inseparable, inseparable, inseparable. That wow. Good job, Nikki. Right. <laughs> yeah, blonde moment. Um, <laughs> whereas <laughs> Nikki seemed, she just it seemed to be a really sexual, and I think this episode kind of brought them back down to being mm-hmm. more of a genuine couple. They are in love. They do love each other. But I think that that is going to cause a problem that Nikki does want to get married. And I think that's brought the letter has probably brought her back down to realizing he really doesn't want this to get super, super, super serious that's very because true. he just got out of a really bad divorce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, well, let's uh, let's talk about Bree and Daniel Bryan for a se- Brian Danielson for a second. Um, so now that he's getting more airtime and he has to go out, out tour more often. He, he's the face now since he, Cena's hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the face now. Bree is very, very excited for him, happy that, you know, his career is going places. But at the same time, I think she's starting to slowly feel the repercussions of being able to not being able to spend as much time with him. And I think that's going to kind of have a, a kink in their relationship. Definitely. And mm-hmm. one of the previews for next week or one of the coming up episodes was where she's saying to him, your relationship is a priority, too. And it is. But be happy for him. He's getting his time. Yeah, he is on a roll. He's like going for it and be happy for him. You have to be yeah. happy for your spouse, whatever, when they're getting what they've always wanted. This the, is his dream. The, tr- the, the true relationships. um hit the obstacles head on and then deal with it and right. and conquer mm-hmm. it and all that. And obviously this is one that that Bree has to get used to because Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, whatever getting you want large, to call him, very quick. He was getting but I mean for all the time that they were together, he was kind of just in the middle of the card. I mean he'd still yeah. do his appearances, but he'd be doing appearances just as much as she would. So it really wasn't that big a difference. But then he finally, after all this hard work, was really starting to elevate more and more. And now he's the main eventer. Now he's mm-hmm. in the main events all the time on 
Raw, SmackDown, and the pay-per-views. So he's obviously got to be needed more for more appearances Absolutely. and more interviews and all this. And Brie has to learn, this is actually a rarity, where Brie has to learn what Nikki has already learned. Uh-huh. Because she's been dealing true. with that yeah. already. Very, with very good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. I, I bring up good points. I'm sometimes, good sometimes. <laughs> sometimes or yeah. always? No, I'm sometimes. not going to give you always. <laughs> Jeez, but damn. you know, thanks, let's, girls. Let's be fair that Nikki and Brie also have busy schedules. Nikki and Brie they booked um, a guest appearance on the USA Network show Psych, and it was kind of funny because uh, Brie made a phone call and had to give out their measurements, and their measurements are quite different for identical twins. Identical. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny that Nikki was like, "I'm a small Thor," and she, she <laughs> does that exist? No, I didn't think so. I just needed the cl- I needed clarification I mean, because I, I, guess- I don't go out and buy things in a size four. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she also lied about her weight. She was like, "Yeah, I'm 130," and she was quiet. And, and Bree's looking at her really. All right, 135. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 178. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. So if you're uh, if you're listening, uh, Christian Rosenberg just made a funny serious face, a la Brie mode. So. That I hope someone screen caps for me. Yes, and also <laughs> if you're listening, please stop by to iTunes Do it. and give us five stars and let us know five what you stars. think of Total Divas, the after show. Let the conversation continue. Drop a comment, and you can also do that on YouTube. And we will respond, whether it's on YouTube or Twitter or whatnot. Yeah, we, we, we love responding. We love hearing mm-hmm. you guys. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. While we were yes. on, I just want to quickly say Breeze Abs. Her abs oh. are Someone get a screen cap of amazing. that one too, because she they just are. went, What? They were phenomenal. I when she was in a sports bra, yeah. I was just like, I kept wow. staring at them too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what, am, I, am I supposed to ignore it? So <laughs> I am a guy. Another big <laughs> thing happened in this episode to our mm, curiosity, I guess, was Eva Marie had the opportunity <sighs> to be a ring announcer. For one match. <laughs> and this whole time, she has a week to prepare. A week to prepare from Monday Night Raw to the next Monday Night Raw. Seven days, 24-7. Yes. Um, literally, she has enough time to memorize six superstars. <laughs> and uh, she was nervous the whole time. She was tempted to cheat. And she thought Randy Orton was from Los Angeles. Um, all right, thoughts on her... Uh, performance as a ring announcer Rosenberg <laughs> I want I want you two to go first uh, only, okay. be, only because when I start you will not be able to stop me I, I, so. I can't I can't I mean aside from getting her facts wrong and, and the aside from the fact that she has the opportunity to work with Jinder Mahal and not all di- Ginger but she calls Jinder. him Jinder she calls him Jinder to her his face when she apologizes. And, oh, my God. Just, I was just, wow. And even after they'd confronted her, and they were, the what was the last guy's name? He was pretty nice, just saying. He, this, oh, Slater. I think he was kind of like, swooned. I don't think so. Oh, I kind of <laughs> thought he was just like putting it, her in a place, mm-hmm. putting her back down to the ground. And then after they walk off, at least I didn't cheat. Yes. Why are you so proud that you didn't cheat? She was so proud of that. It was and so ridiculous. So ridiculous. 
just uh, 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 okay aside from the fact that she couldn't memorize names and she had seven days to do it and six six people six people just six people um she can't announce as well i mean her voice her voice um was it nadia or nikki that said that's a terrible no one wants to listen to your voice and it's it's so true she could have just watched smackdown or backed up raw and listened to other announcers Mm -hmm. like lillian garcia she could have listened to these people and learned but no she decided to just wing it just like she winged the dance with fandango christian are you ready because you okay (laughs) he's gonna explode guys here we go char the christian (sighs) all right so she gets approached the previous Monday on Raw saying, all right, we want you to be a guest ring announcer for Raw. Then she's going on over and over saying, I get to ring announce Monday Night Raw. No, you don't. You get to be a special ring announcer for a match. Right. It's not a full show where you have to memorize the entire roster. you got to memorize <laughs> one match. And they even tried to challenge her by giving her a six-man tag team match, not a one-on-one. Okay, let's test her. Let's see if she can name two teams for crying out loud. She then... We don't see, now. We don't see anything, so we don't know if this is legit. And obviously, who knows how much of this was just played to be overreacting? Yes, I need this violin music. Um, <laughs> we never saw her try to study film of Lillian Garcia or Justin Roberts, the mm-hmm. voice of Monday Night Raw. We never watched her with videotape. We never had her really be quizzed by anyone except the talent relations guy, yeah. when she tried to make up Randy Orton, who, as you said, said he's from La- uh, said he, that he's from Los Angeles, which he has been around since 2003. Right. And from day one, he's been billed from St. Louis, Missouri. Yes. <laughs> because that's where he's from. Uh-huh. She then continued to be freaking out more and more and telling people, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous. I just want to so write nervous. it on my hand. I want to write it on my hand. Yeah. Can I bring out index cards? This is not... This is not, like, a plaything. This is on WWE TV, which is why they demoted her from doing it on Monday Night Raw to Superstars, which is internet-only show. Oh, my goodness. I so can't... she already got demoted from that alone. Now, again, now this is coming from somebody who has done some re-announcing in the past, who is a commentator. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's not the easiest thing in the world to memorize everyone's names. You have to do one freaking match (laughs) but when you're so that's what you want to do you want to be yes this is your job she should have enjoyed that she should have taken that opportunity sorry no no go ahead go ahead i told you i wouldn't be able to stop but go on taking that opportunity and been like wow this is my chance to really kill this and show them what i can do and all she she was just so unprofessional And, Mm -hmm. and natalia mentioned when they first um, brought up the idea of her being a ring announcer that sometimes when people can't cut it in the ring they find different avenues for her to get exposure Mm -hmm. and one of the things is to be a ring announcer okay so this is another opportunity from you let's see how you can do with this they are I mean they're giving her things that people would you know what I would sacrifice to be able to be a ring announcer on Monday Night Raw? I know, I mm-hmm. know. Even just for one match. I mean, they are giving her so many opportunities. JoJo is just standing there. JoJo, but... I forgot about JoJo for you know, two episodes and I think, And I think this is the best thing jo- could, JoJo can do. Her. I think mm-hmm. this is the best thing she can do. She's just standing there True. and watching Eva Marie Fail. self-destruct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in, but now, now with the actual match, with her screwing up... First off, she even screwed up the Usos in intro, too. Even though she got their name right, she didn't say it right. It's supposed to be, like, Jimmy and Jay, the Usos. She goes, Jimmy and Jay, Usos. She, no, she didn't she make a little pause. 
Um, we didn't hear where they were from or their weight. She skipped that. And then, of course, she forgets Jinder Mahal's name of 3MB. <laughs> and she doesn't even th- say 3MB. She says, Drew McIntyre, Heath Slater. The end. Silence. <laughs> Steven, I- Steven, our producer, hasn't watched us, and he just heard it. <laughs> this actually happened. Yes. Now you see why I'm furious. And so, naturally... The talent relations guy, whose name, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting, which is probably a bad thing on my part if I want to work there, is furious at her, and rightfully so. He's like, you got some mm-hmm. you got some wrestlers that are kind of pissed at you right now. For sure. I mean, makes and, sense. Uh-huh. And she walks over to 3MB in the back after the match, where Jinder is Jinder. living. Well, yeah. I mean, he's talking about. And he's like, "Do you know who? I, I mean, do you even know what my name is?" He he had a really good point. Ginger. You know what? You <laughs> he, he's basically he straight up told her, "You are a newbie here. Mm-hmm. You need to respect seniority. If you want to stay in this business, you need to memorize all." And of And that us. was the best thing that someone yeah. could have told her. But she still didn't take right. it. And Jinder and Jinder yeah. Mahal, yeah. and Jinder mm-hmm. Mahal really hasn't been up on the roster. For as long as... He's been there maybe between two and three years on the main roster. He was in developmental for a long time. He's Slater, the one who was trying to kind of calm her down afterwards. Mm-hmm. He's been in the w, on the main stage for about three to four years. He was in the first season of NXT. Drew McIntyre's been there probably about six years now. And that was the one that was almost kind of separating them from brawling. But the thing... And the funny thing is, out of all this, the thing that angered me the most... I haven't even gotten to that part oh, yet. Oh, really? The I'm thing frightened. that angered me the most... Besides the fact that she was proud of herself for not cheating, which just makes me want to go nuts. Punch her in the face? Is at the end, she was like, you know, I can understand Jinder's frustration because he's a superstar. And we strive to have our names announced when we come out there. It's something that we have worked oh, hard yeah, for. Yeah. You have done absolutely nothing. <laughs> you have done it's okay. absolutely nothing in professional wrestling. That's, uh, I mean, yeah, she but I have Kaori, to... you have done as much, if not more, in professional wrestling as Eva Marie. I have to huh? say one thing. As somebody that doesn't know that much about wrestling, I just love Total Divas. Yes. I wouldn't know that. I would not know. Yes, she's called the newbie all the time. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't know that she hasn't, because of the way she acts, but also the way that she's represented on the show. Hmm. She's kind of represented as somebody that is pretty important. Because That's they're kind so of making funny, her out. Because she's very not. Yeah, she's really not. She, she <laughs> gathering. Yeah, she not at all. got signed. She went to a tryout that they held for potential future divas. Mm-hmm. And what those divas didn't exactly know was was that you're going to you know kind of be um, that you know you're going to be involved in this show. Mm-hmm. And of the people that they offered the deals to. Eva Marie was one of the few that actually accepted it. So Eva Marie has really officially kind of been involved, maybe even wrestling training, pretty much since they began filming the show. So it's been less than a year. It hasn't been that long. It's it's under a year. I I also want to mention that while she was being a ring announcer, she was bouncing up and down. She was really And just again with the shoes. Anyways, the whole thing. Walking in the shoes. Oh, my gosh. It was killing me. I get that she's good looking, but there's... Better There's only put her so on that far that that can right. take you. And, 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 I, and, I, and I know I've said a number of negative things about Eva Marie in past after buzzes, <laughs> but this one this one is like ten times worse than the Fandango thing. This this to me, like I 
as someone who's striving to get there one day, mm-hmm. who's been involved in wrestling for eight years now, I am insulted by this. I, I like Natalia said that under pressure, a coal should turn to a diamond. I wrote that down, Eva too. turned to a lump of S-H-I-D. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she's absolutely yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And and this is making JoJo, like I said, look better and better it and really better. It really is. It yeah. really is. And people do crack under pressure, but she cracked just... But she wasn't even... I feel like she wasn't even trying. She took the opportunity and thought that maybe her looks... Can, and she's getting all these opportunities that she can wing it. Uh-huh. She was nervous, sure, but obviously not nervous enough to prepare better. I think that's... I think you hit the nail on the head. I think she knows she's hot, and she knows she's getting a lot of attention... And I think she thinks that that's going to take her forward, take her forward. She doesn't need to prepare. She's too good to prepare. She's too yeah. good to train and all that. And know she's... how to dance, know how to wrestle. She's too good for that. <laughs> right? Mean, yeah. That's how she feels. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Let's talk about... Deep breath. <laughs> let's talk about something... Uh, let's talk about happier thoughts, but slightly more uh, disgusting. Uh, Trinity and John, okay? Let's talk about happy things, like John's toe. <laughs> John's toe and, <laughs> and John farting in the car, which I thought was funny. I thought it was, it's normal. It's, it is normal. And and if there's one way to shut Ariana up, or Ariane, <laughs> some, is to just suddenly fart in the car and make her stop doing whatever song she was singing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, he was rude to and it was pretty funny, though. He's always funny. He's always such comic relief, this John Uso guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Kind of just brings everything back down to yeah, he, the down to they earth do. one. Yeah, they really mm-hmm. do. And so Trinity notices that her fiancé has a messed up toe. And he does not want to go see a doctor. And he wrestles in that match that Eva Marie butchered the beginning. Um, <laughs> and at the fact... His foot is even more messed up. His toes. Me- we got our truth checking out his toe. Heath Slater the- was back there after they just wrestled each other. <laughs> yeah. Heath Slater was back there checking out his toe. They were all back there checking his toe out. So they decide to go to, I guess, the. What's the foot doctor's name again? Uh, I don't know. A foot doctor. A foot doctor. All right. That works. <laughs> he went to the foot doctor. His toe is really gross. We've got some pretty graphic. It so painful. Mm hmm. How do you wrestle with a toe like that? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea. I know. I Because I, I feel like your toe is something that kind of gets in the way a lot when you're wrestling. Maybe he just know. put some Band-Aid on for a little bit and like, rolled with it. Uh, yeah, they try to wrap it up and, and deal with the pain, which a lot of wrestlers do with their ankles or their fingers. Or John whatever. Cena's elbow. Cena's elbow, yeah. Good for them. That's Yeah, you got to be, you gotta be strong. They, well, and it, and it's... And that kind of goes back to what Cena was really upset about. And, you know, it's just like, especially if you're a lower card guy, like like um, Jimmy was John Uso mm-hmm. um, is like, in comparison to John Cena. If you're hurt and you're gone for a significant amount of time, you're terrified that people are going to forget That's you. That's very mm-hmm. true. And Nikki said That's that. Very, very true. Yeah. In and the and past, when, yeah. with, with mm-hmm. Nikki as well. Yeah. And I mean, so, and if you're a guy lower on the totem pole, that's even more pressure because mm-hmm. that's an easier spot to take. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Totally. That's a very, very good point. So, you like know, I said, I always bring up the good not points. always, not always. <laughs> I was kind of confused about though the way that Trinity was 
kind of freaking out that she had fungus on her toe? Well, because the doctor said it was contagious, and she was sent, and he was joking. Like, oh hell no! <laughs> and he was joking like how they they play footsies on the couch and stuff. So, <laughs> so but she, then she, she did have. Fungus. She got checked out, and it turned out that she got it, which is hilarious. She got like a minor case of it. It hasn't like expanded to to this. I, I know this sounds that kind of has. gross, but it's it's kind of good that she got it, which means that they're very, you know, they're still very lovey dovey. Yeah. They share fungus together. They it's share beautiful. fungus together. Precious. Yeah. God. <laughs> what a cute thing that to was. Share. Yeah, that was really gross, though. Her whole the whole fungus thing. When he after the match and his toe and there was blood everywhere. Yeah. 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 It was nasty. Toenails are painful. When you get, like, an infected toenail, like, that hurts. I, uh, Lupiu in the chat says, I liked how it was all the wrestlers around him checking him out and not the medical doctors. <laughs> yeah, there was no trainer there at all. Good point. There was no trainer. It's just all the wrestlers. Man, look at that. Yeah. That looks disgusting. <laughs> at one Sucks point for you. <laughs> I, I still think in... Our- We're not going to tell the trainer. Man, that looks bad. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah. Where were medical where, where, where people was to trainer? try and help him here? His toe. Cause, and toes can get bad if things. Oh, yeah. Like when Trinity said, did she say your toe could fall off? I mean, that was a little. It's true, though. But I think yeah. They it, had to pull it out, didn't they? But they, they pulled out at least part of the toe. Did you nail. just gulp? Yeah, yeah a little bit. Oh, <laughs> that goes through me. <laughs> We had some we had some pretty good superstar cameos. We had R Truth, we had AJ, but it was in the ring, so I don't know if that counts. I mean, they showed a wrestling. Yeah, I don't know. but I like seeing AJ. Okay, uh, Justin Gabriel was back. Justin Gabriel was back. That's very Team, true. Teaming with the Usos. Yes. And 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 Jinder got more mic time on Total Divas than he's had in his entire career on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> That's he was probably true. loving it. That was probably one of the reasons why he freaked out so much. He's well, like, give me that like, time. He's, yeah, he's like, I need, to, <laughs> I need to be super angry at this so I get my moment. Total, total Divas. I would be furious. Total Divas beat 3MB today, this, last night. Everyone's Again. beating 3MB. 3MB can't show. catch a break. <laughs> including a reality yep, show beats 3MB. Yep. Is there anything else about this episode you guys want to touch uh, up on? I'm trying to think if there was... Um, we did, oh, did, we, did we talk about the... All of Nikki's friends that she brought to the house. Oh, we can talk about that. I mean, I, don't know. I mean, she she has friends and she has different varieties that, that, of colors uh, that have um, batteries included. Yes, I thought it was so cute when she said, "I feel like Carrie Bradshaw from Sex in the City." Huh? When she looked at her shoe closet, and I was like, "Oh we my gosh!" And I, and I, I felt, love that. And I, and I felt exactly how John Cena felt as soon as she said it. He was like, "What?" I related <laughs> to her so much because I was like. Oh my gosh, I just want a big closet so I can feel I like Carrie so, too. <laughs> I so want a big closet. I so want a big closet. And I thought that no, was really kidding. cute. <laughs> this I want lots of friends. Uh, <laughs> yes, but we can talk about her friends. She, she's, she, she's very sexual. Well, she, op- she, she like opens a box and apparently it was like an entire, was an entire box full of them? I mean. It was like a cheerleading squad. It was a lot. <laughs> That's what it was. She has. Do you really need that many? I, I, I don't. You guys have to tell me that. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I was looking at you. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll analyze this for you. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. You Break it down to me. Do you need a baker's dozen of them? I mean, because it I, seemed I mean, like that's how many she had. To each his own, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in the mood for the green one today. Yeah. I, yeah, I, maybe she goes by color. No, yeah, maybe. One, one a day. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully it's just one, one hour. Day. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> All right, guys. Let's talk about some predictions. Predictions? Predictions. All right. No. Oh, there, it is. there we go. There we go. Don't worry. It's coming. 
Ooh, oh, it's flashy, guys. It's flashy. <laughs> All right, what you got? What do you want to predict? What do you want to predict? I, I just oh, you back just at predictions. You. What well, do you, do you have anything predict? to predict? Okay, well, I just want to... Well, obviously, we're going to see the engagement, and I think, obviously, I kind of touched up on the fact that Brie and Daniel Bryanson... Brian, whatever. I can't say his, his name His real name anymore. is Brian Danielson. On WWE yes. TV, he goes by Daniel Bryan. Yeah, because I keep saying because Daniel they, Bryan, and I they always Daniel, change... Um, the wrestlers' names, so they don't have them go by their. For the most part, they don't mm-hmm. have them go by their real names. John's actually, as far as why the, is that? Uh, so they can own it. Mm-hmm. So they can. It's like a character. Market. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can get into character. I mean, really, John Cena. I mean, as far as the bigger names and everything, off the top of my head, I'm sure there's probably a couple others I'm not thinking of, but I think Cena might be the only one that goes by his actual name. There might be a couple others. Hmm. I mean, there, there probably is, but mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, they're just escaping me at the moment. But but for the most part, everyone's name is even just slightly skewed a little bit right. in the case like Daniel Bryan. And well, I think that and yeah, the Undertaker. That's obviously not his real name. the I don't know if you the, knew that. the time cons- <laughs> the time that he's going to be taking. Well, no, not Undertaker. The time that he's going to be taking for WWE is going to have a kink in their relationship that I've touched up on. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, there was something else that I was going to. I think Nikki, her the whole her whole driving away for the day to prove a point that she's mad. She is so whooped. She's going to go back. Totally. Nothing's going to happen. I mean, they're going to be just fine. Oh, of course. Of course. And we're going to see more of Vinny. Vinny! (laughs) Um, If I were to predict one thing, I would say that there will probably be an episode where they're finally starting to show JoJo more interest than Eva Marie. You think so? I hope so. Like, well, even if it's just for one episode, be like, okay, we're actually going to give this opportunity to JoJo instead, and then watch I think Eva Marie nail. get jealous, the and then hopefully, uh, nail hopefully it. she but nails whatever it was. Eva Marie is. She gives us so much ammo, so much juice to talk about. Right? It's so easy. Mm-hmm. Then, then you know what? Then you know what? Give her, give her her own reality show on E, and keep her as no, far no, 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 away from no, 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 WWE no, no, no. as possible. No, I'm cool with that. Neither. Well, don't give her a show. But keep her away. Well, look, she's making it interesting. She she is. And I loved how Natty said, Eva's shysty. It came oh. up that next week she's, or whenever. She said, and, and apparently, Joe Sposa in the chat mentioned Natty is pissed that Eva is trying to get close to TJ. I think that also will be a problem, of course. She's Shocking. just trying to get anyone. Isn't she engaged? <laughs> Isn't she engaged? But I saw yeah. she has a big, big ring on yeah. her finger. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I guess we, uh, any more other predictions? Anything else? I'm excited to see how Nikki's going to react. Is she going to be happy for Brie? Yeah, it's her sister, her twin. She will be happy for Brie, but how is that going to make her feel? Yeah. Because she wants to get married. Uh, yeah. That's a really, really good point. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll find out throughout the yeah. season. Catch mm-hmm. us next week. Same time, same place for more Total Divas after show. What's your Twitter? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the Twitter is. Go. Oh, I thought you were about to wrap it up, so I want to make sure you said yours. But I'll go first. You can follow me at Sue Rosie VOC. You gotta let me finish talking, homie. I'm okay. sound like you're wrapping right, up. Next, next. Road Look, to homie. making it on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me K A O R I O U S Colorius on Twitter. That's and you can so catch- cute. I love you. it. Thank you. <laughs> and you can catch all of us at AfterBuzzTV.com. See you later. Later. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.